So thanks for tuning in again today to Peeling Back the Fourth Wall. So uh, Aurora and I, uh, on our last episode, we were talking about some various news. One of them is, uh, or was, talking about how uh, they will end up doing the reboot for Home Alone. And uh, that kind of sparked something in us where uh, Aurora said, well, what movies do we want to see rebooted? Because there's so many that people don't want to see rebooted so um, I figured we would kind of put together a list of some of the movies that we wanted to actually see get rebooted Um, and we're also going to talk in the beginning we're going to talk a little bit about why people have that um, I guess worry that huge that huge abrasiveness to um, accepting a reboot Right. And uh, I think there's a lot of people that have that. Certainly there are movies that people don't really mind when they come to do a reboot because the first one sucked or whatever. Um, But I think there's some various reasons. There's some commonalities that we see there as to why uh, people either want or don't want reboots. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. So, um, again, for those of you who don't know, Aurora is the two-year-old dachshund on the cover art of the podcast. Uh, so yeah, we're going to be, uh, diving right into it here and, uh, we'll get started, uh, talking about obviously, you know, Home Alone is one of those films that fans kind of cringed, right? To think about it being rebooted and you got to think why, why is that? You know, what's the reason that certain films are okay with being rebooted as opposed to a film like Home Alone where people are like, oh my gosh, you can't do that. At least so many fans thought that. I'm sure there were people who were like, oh, I'm so excited. This is going to be great. But there are a lot that were really, really pulled back from wanting to see that. You know, very similar to, uh, you know, like The Breakfast Club or Back to the Future. Like, any time a reboot is brought up about those films, people really cringe, right? And we're going to dive a little bit into that uh, before we get to our list. Uh, so, most fans out there seem to worry about you know, possible reboots of certain legacy films. That's typically what we see. Now, we will see some more recent films, but when I say legacy films, I say films that are more like, you know, 15 years or older. Um, so we definitely see some films that people don't want to see rebooted that are do not fall in that category, but these are typically the ones that people are like, hold on, big red button, let's not do this. Uh, and we see some trends into this as to why. Most of the films uh, not desired for reboots by fans uh, fall within three different criteria pieces as to why they do not want the film to be rebooted. One is a perfect or beloved character in a main role of the film, right? Uh, This is why Home Alone, Back to the Future, Breakfast Club, uh, you know, Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze, you know, many other hit films are on the list that people just don't want to see rebooted. And it's because of that amazing casting that they did or that amazing role that the person played in that particular film. So we're just afraid a new actor can't live up to the original. And I understand why. I really do. I've seen so many reboots where the new person really kind of ruined it. I've a hundred percent seen that. So, um, I I definitely get where people are coming from, and I think that over time, it becomes okay to do a reboot of those types of films, but it does take a lot longer because you casted that iconic person. Second is genre plays a really big role here, okay? 
your more unrealistic sci-fi movies have never had this problem. You know, movies like Godzilla, superhero movies, Ghostbusters even, when it came out, uh, the, the most recent reboot came out. You know, it the those movies are, are unrealistic enough to where people are okay with seeing that reboot. Because it's not real to them, they don't jump into, this is my belief, they don't jump into the film enough to really make it, oh, that's the reality of that film, right? That is the face of that film. But I think your films that are more real, those are the ones that are worse for people to see. And so the realer that the film could be in, in actual life, the harder it is to reboot it. Similar to Roadhouse, similar to... Uh, you know, Home Alone, similar to The Breakfast Club. Those are films that could actually happen in life, and that is why it's so much harder. Whereas your superhero films, your Godzilla's, monster films, those types of things, it's a little bit easier for people to see a reboot working, right? So genre definitely plays a bit of a role. And then third is it feels too late or too early, right? So most legacy films were so good that they have ingrained that character and that story to the franchise, right? They were so good, so iconic, and I worry about this with the Pirates movies because I feel like that iconic character of Johnny Depp, that iconic character of Jack Sparrow, is too much for them to be able to overcome in these reboots, and I think that's why people definitely weren't okay with the reboot being announced because it's a little too soon. Now, there's definitely the ones where it is way too late as well, and that comes from, you know, the films similar to if they did The Breakfast Club. You know, Home Alone. Hey, it's been so long. Like, that person, it, he is Home Alone. He makes that movie. That's what it is, right? So after you wait long enough, again, it's okay to do that. But some of these fall within that iffy time span. And this Home Alone one they're doing, eh, it's right on that cusp, I think. If they, I think if they waited another three to five years, I don't think it would have had as much worry. But people are definitely concerned about it. So, movies that are rebooted too early feels kind of like a cash grab as well. It affects the current audience, not only the older audience who's not going to the theaters to see it or not following this type of news as much in a Legacy's case. And so that's a little bit of a difference that you'll see as well um, it is, you know, depending on whether it's like a Legacy type of film that's been around for so long or one that recently was filmed in the past, you know, 10 years or less. So... Those are the three criteria we typically find when people do not want to see reboots or very hesitant to those reboots being done, right? And I get it. I get all of them. I understand all of them. It makes a lot of sense. And so it's very hard to do a reboot correctly because you have to cast the right people. You have to do it at the right time and you have to do it for the right reasons, okay? So you do all that, you can make a very good reboot. And there's been some amazing ones out there that have destroyed their regular ones. Okay, I mean, you look at The Lion King and its live-action reboot and what it did. I mean, those live-action reboots of Disney, we've talked about it. It's like, you know, Disney movies on steroids when you do that. It, it's amazing to see what you can do if you're advancing the technology to make it into a live-action. I think that's going to be your best ones because it's easy to do it. Because it's, hey, it's not actually a reboot, it's a live action, so it's kind of different. We're upping the technology game. And I think people are more accepting of that when you do it. So, okay, moving on from, from kind of that, we'll start getting into the list here. Because Aurora keeps poking me saying, hey, hey, I want to talk about what we want to do. So, Aurora, on the top of her list, was Airbud. okay? And I told Aurora that we're not putting that on the list. That movie is, is a great film. 
It's a great film. They made a lot of Air Bud sequel movies around that franchise. Uh, but I told her that is not going to make the list uh, because I just don't think in today's world that it's enough action really in the film to make it something people want to see. It was a great film when it came out, but I told her it wouldn't work. Uh, she said, you know, Cats from Outer Space and some of these other movies. And I was like, Aurora, no, no, no. We got to get off this. We got to get off this pet thing. All right. We got to get off this dog and cat thing. Uh, so she was able to level with me. Um, we do have some animal stuff in here, but uh, she was able to level with me quite a bit. So, talking about movies Aurora and I would want to see rebooted today that I think would do really, really well. Okay, And these are not including uh, television shows that we want to be turned into a movie or anything like that. Um, we are looking specifically at movies that we want to see rebooted in, in the same capacity, in a movie aspect. So, number 10 is, and this is, a lot of people are going to say this is way too early, but this is a genre that has been rebooted a year after, you know, something came out. So, I'm not that worried about it being too early, and I think they really need to do it for the longev longevity of the film and uh, the franchise, and I think that is the DCU. And... You know, I think it would be a great job. I think they could cast some really great actors. I think that they could get some people of quality in there, get the right contracts in place, get the right direction in place, and put a really good quality story in there. So if they could do that, I think it would turn, end up really, really well. Okay, so that is the first one. Coming in, uh, and we talked about it multiple times, so you guys can go back through some of the other podcasts and kind of see you know, why we've said those types of things. Coming in number nine is actually Small Soldiers. So this is a movie, we talked about it on uh, one of the previous podcasts, last Wednesday's podcast, we mentioned it. It's a movie, if you haven't seen it, it is great. It's a really great film that was put out there. Um, you know, in my childhood, I really enjoyed it so much. And I think with today's technology, I think they would be able to make it something that would be captivating uh, for even more of a multitude of audiences at this point. So that's one that I think, uh, from a technology standpoint, it could fare really well in today's modern age if they decided to reboot that. Number eight that we have on the list that we need to reboot it because she said she's faster than any of those cars, but I think she's a little delirious when it comes to that. As far as why we think it should be rebooted, again, I've talked about this before on the podcast. I've talked about how Fast and Furious is really just the same film over and over now. It's so repetitive. It's it's not good storyline concepts. It's all about the action, and it's all really the same story continuously. You know, you've lost a lot of the core characters that people grew to love in the main beginning. So I think if you did this from a domestic standpoint, it would do really well. It would succeed, and I think that it would be a good direction for the franchise to go in. So, you know, we'll see. I don't think they'll do that anytime soon because it is doing really well, especially internationally. But that's one I think we should see um, rebooted pretty soon. So, number seven. This is one I think I would absolutely love. This is The Fox and the Hound from Disney. If they did a live-action reboot of this film, oh, my gosh, I would absolutely love this. I would, I would cry during it. I cried during the cartoon. Still today, yeah, whatever. I absolutely adore this film. It's it's so good, and they've done such a great job. Similar to kind of like the Milo and Otis live-action film they did a long time ago. Kind of, It feels kind of similar. It's so lighthearted. I just think it would be such a great, iconic movie to do as a live-action reboot for Disney. Really would love to see that, okay? 
Number six, we have the parent trap, okay? I get it, Lindsay Lohan, that was the thing, like a huge thing for her. and But that was such a great, lighthearted, innocent movie. Obviously, she didn't turn out that way very much later than the film, but very lighthearted, very innocent humor. I think kids would love it, and we don't get that anymore. With these live-action films, with these kids' films nowadays, there is so much content that we get in it that is way above the age they should be seeing. It, it's not fully innocent. It's not really lighthearted. And I just loved this from a standpoint of, like, really making, bringing my childhood into, like, this innocent entertainment, right? I thought it did a really, really good job of that. So I thought The Parent Trap was great, um, you know. I have a twin brother, and, like, when I watched that movie, I was like, oh, my gosh, me and him need to meet those girls. Like, I thought Lindsay Lohan actually had a twin, so I was like, oh, we need to meet them. Like, oh, I totally have a crush on her. Like, absolutely crazy about it. But it was it was such a good film. Again, it was innocent. It was lighthearted. I think that uh, that would be a really good one to reboot, not add any of this other stuff, not add any of the you know, vulgarities and things like that that you'll see nowadays in some films. Um, so, yeah, I think I think it could end up doing really, really well if they decided to reboot The Parent Trap. So, number five, okay? And this is a film that a lot of you probably don't know, um, and, and I wouldn't really be surprised. I'm going to hold it against you if you don't know it. This is The Demolition Man, okay? This stars Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes, in a um, movie where uh, it feels kind of post-apocalyptic at, at one point, and then um, they basically get cryo-frozen, and uh, they wake up in the future, right? It's this futuristic world. And I love the concept of it. I think it really makes you think. Uh, it also makes you think about today's world. If you go back and watch the film, it's like, wow, did we kind of end up like this in society now? Who knows? But... I would go back, I would watch that film, it's a great one, and I think today with the technology, with some of the advancements that we have, I think that it could be a really, really good um, reboot as well. It starred Sandra Bullock in it as well as the female role, and uh, yeah, I, I just really think that that would be a good one to do, again, based on the technology advances that we have. I think it would just really make that a better film today, right? Um, actually, I just noticed one that we left off of this list. So I'm going to add one as a substitute, as, as a co-number one later on this list, okay? Because this was the one reason I wanted to talk about this on this the podcast today. And I think Aurora got, um, you know, in the way, making me think about Airbud. So I forgot about this one. But anyway, we'll get back to the list. So number four, Pocahontas in a live-action format. Oh my gosh, I would love to see this film in a live-action format. I know there's so many issues right now with all the different, you know, things when it comes to Indians and how you portray them and all the time. This is, this is a somewhat historical movie. Yes, it doesn't actually go to the actual history of the time or whatever, but it is a somewhat historical type of movie. It has some historical relevance to it. I think you can tweak some of those storylines to make it fit better with you know history and 
my gosh, I would love to see that raccoon. I think his name's Miko. I would love to see the raccoon, and I would love to see that hummingbird and the little pug dog. Like, I would love to see those things in live-action CGI. How awesome would they be? Because they were so cute and adorable. Anyway, oh, and the, the willow tree, the, the grandmother, they could do an amazing job with that. Absolutely amazing job with her. So that's one I think could be really, really good for another, again, Disney live-action adaptation the next one this one i know my brother will really enjoy the never ending story okay now this film franchise a lot of you probably know it for those of you who don't it's a really really good franchise it is dated though it is pretty dated okay similar to the um, effects and kind of uh, cinematography you would see in the labyrinth with david bowie um but a little bit stepped down from that as well. So I think so many things from this, so many concepts from this movie, uh, this film series, you know, the rock monster, uh, the the big wall trail that he has to run down. Like I, I just really feel that the technology advances that we have could really, really make this a captivating story again to audiences. And that's one I think people really need to look at in making a, a new film, rebooting it, because I think it could do a stellar job stellar job being rebooted today okay number two okay and i loved i love talking about this one the rescuers okay they have the rescuers from down under and i think it's just the rescuers is called the other one now, there might be a it might be a, another sub name to it but if you haven't seen the rescuers it is a cartoon animated film it's these two mice uh that you know kind of go out and they help uh they help people right uh, so I, I loved it. I thought it was such a good movie. Um, they really brought together some cool concepts to it as far as like, oh, how do they travel? Okay, well, they actually fly on seagulls, and they put this little sardine container on the back, and they sit in it and fly across the, you know, across the world on seagulls and stuff. Like, there's some cool concepts to that movie, guys. It really, really is. Um, the Rescuers from Down Under is probably my favorite um, I just thought that was such a, such a great movie. And if it's a live action, I think they'll really be able to do a good job with the mice and the other animals that are going to be a part of it. Um, yeah, that's another one I think Disney, Disney should, should try to cash in on right now. Cause I think everybody would love to see it. Um, okay. So number one, again, I have another one after this, but this is number one B. And that's the Page Master, right? Macaulay Culkin, again, in this film. And such a great film. I loved it so much. I would actually rather see this turned into a streaming, like a Disney streaming service uh, type of show where it's, you know, every week there's some different book they're kind of going into or whatever. I think it could be a really educational film. But make it more technology advanced than what it was before. You know, you do the Disney Pixar type of thing along with the live action parts of the film. I think it could do a great job. If you guys have not seen The Page Master, please watch that. It was a great animated film. It's a live action film, but it's animated at the same time. This kid gets, you know, wrapped up into these books and all of a sudden, boom, it's like he's in a cartoon world. And I, I just really appreciated that film quite a bit. Um, I know there's going to be tons of movies on this list that I haven't even thought about. Because there, there's so many I'd probably love to see. And um, I just have to kind of go back through my DVDs and all that type of stuff to try and remember them. But this is definitely one of them that I think for my childhood would be really good today. 
for today's youth. Um, okay, and now, 1A, alright, this is one of the main reasons I did this episode. This is the exact film I thought of when I wanted to do this. And that is The Running Man, okay? Now, many of you may not know about this film, and that's absolutely fine, but this was a great film that came out, starred Sylvester, or Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, it starred Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, and this film really was great. It really made you think. Um, it really gives you kind of the idea of like a Hunger Games mentality and feel to it when you watch it. But again, it is dated because of the technology nowadays. So if you were to redo this and you make the stalkers a little more advanced, you kind of redo the, the system and the setup, the cinematography, the special effects, this could be a stunning, stunning movie on screen and it's a great story arc great concept really makes you think outside the box i mean i'm just thinking of tons of characters who or tons of actors sorry who could be great in this film and you know th there's just an endless list of people who could do a really great job right now in this so the running man if you have not seen that action movie with arnold schwarzenegger please watch that film i'm not sure if it's on netflix i know you can get on amazon prime Really, really great movie to watch right there. And again, I think it would be a great reboot. So if you guys have not seen any of these films, uh, go back, watch them. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you'd like to see them rebooted. Let us know if some of these made you cringe, like like when you think about The Breakfast Club or Home Alone or Back to the Future. Like, did any of these make you think, oh, they definitely don't need to reboot that? Why would you mess up that classic? Like, did any of these make you think about that? Uh, do you agree with us? Would you love to see some of these? Let us know. You have our Facebook, our email below. Uh, reach out to us. Let us know what we can do to make the channel a bit better for everyone. And uh, feel free to like, share, send uh, this out to some of your friends to enjoy the content as well. And uh, it looks like Aurora is getting a little tired. So we are going to prepare for her, what is this, like seventh? She said seventh nap of the day. So uh, we really got to catch up because she typically gets like 11 in the whole day. So we'll wrap this up today. Really appreciate you guys listening. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you again on uh, Monday. So, yeah, thank you. Have a great one.